Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt and Paul, helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humour. Enjoy this week's episode. Cheer up, old boy. I'm fine. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you're fine. So, obviously I've started recording on episode number, I don't know, it's 98, I want to say? Yeah. Might yeah, be 97. Yeah. 98. 98. They were close. Two away from that magic century, which I have a great plan for. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do actually. I have a fantastic plan. So that's going to be fantastic the... voyage that we're on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you think about it. It's nearly two years since this started. It is. It's good. Yeah. Um, let's hope that we can keep coming up with some form of com- um, content slash edu- uh, education slash entertainment slash rambling stuff. stuff. So, it's not easy, is it, coming up with something every week? It's not, but we do have a big well to dip our bucket into. Well, just the industry, fitness industry in general, that's quite a big yeah. bucket. Of shit. Of shit, <laughs> yeah, that's that too. <laughs> um, has anything interesting happened in your life since last week? Got engaged? Wow. Had a baby? No, I haven't got engaged. No. Um, well, it's obviously coming to the end of my two weeks Easter vacation that I get. Um, it's been very good. Very manic, actually. Good. A lot of uh, family stuff and sort of to and bro in, but it's been very nice. I got, obviously, it was the probably one of the hotter days at the beginning of our maybe summer. Yesterday, wasn't it? I got yeah. drumsticked on the arms, so I've now got a nice sort of pink mid tricep down to my hands t-shirt tan yeah solid one hmm. never learn i got a slightly um brown bonce as you can see of course shiny as well from this window brown's a reach yeah. Oof. Oof. lobster pink could that mate go. that is definitely brown mm. it's the light i've got remember i've got this Fancy, not that you can see the fancy light. Like, like, a load of Coke bottles. No, they're like bulbs, uh, or like teardrop bulbs that all hang in a big cluster. Oh, um, bulbs. Uh, one of them is smashed because... Um, Did someone grab it? No, someone... Well, you can't grab them. It's a bit too high. It's from the ceiling, for Christ's sake. But they are obviously directly above our dining room table, and if you stand up on one particular seat that's underneath it, you can smash your head on it, which I think what happened, and then it went smash. Um, so yeah, but I think it's that that light coming down on the head, which may maybe giving it the wrong hue, H U E hue, not Hugh Grant, not who, as they would say around Norfolk. Norfolk broads. You sounded incredibly like you're from Sheffield there. Did I? Does not that anywhere where, where, near Norfolk or the broads? In that head, uh, kind of. He's from Leek, which is up north so it's not but it's I, mean, I wouldn't say it's particularly close to Sheffield mm. I've been to League I've been to Ed's house have you? you yes, are I lovely have. I have I've been to your house you have been to my house I've met uh, Ed's mother and father did I actually did I meet no I've met, uh, just, just his mother I think actually mother Ed mother Ed yeah um, so yes I've met that uh, I don't think I've met any other members of Ed's family have you been who else you haven't been to have you been to the more well Ex founding member, the Morgan. Um, I've not been to Morgan's house. Johnny? Um, 
Well, I'll just go back. I've met Morgan a few times in central London where he works. So I've seen mm-hmm. his office building. Um, we generally, obviously, when I get to London, we go for coffee because we're coffee bros. Uh, I have not met, uh, sorry, not been to Johnny's house, but I have met Johnny in uh, Wales. I met Johnny uh, in a place called Cowbridge, I think it was. It's a cool name. Um, yeah. I like names like that. Cowbridge, you could call it that. He took me to a he took me to a lovely pub, a very nice little kind of bistro pub or gastro pub. It's very nice. We got some nice places like that down here. We got yeah. one place called Black Cat. Okay. Black Just, Dog. Okay. No Man's Land. Okay. I did when I this is a, it's not as funny now I guess, but I worked when I worked years ago. One of my original older careers was working for British Telecom as a person that put telegraph poles in the ground. Obviously a very manual job, so no uh, no one's going to listen to it. So not the brightest of bunch I worked with. Not saying that I'm an Einstein. But anyway, we were traveling in a deep part of the countryside and saw a sign for weak bridge, as in a bridge that won't hold much load. And one of the guys was like, no way, I've never been to this place before, Weak Bridge. We let him believe that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I've got loads of stories of friends like that. There's one one guy who I work with, uh, we went to, in York, we went to this fancy Argentinian steakhouse called El Gauchos. I don't believe any relation or um, <laughs> any connection to the Gauchos that is most famous from central London. <laughs> I like that you just put L on it. Though. Yeah, well, it's E-L Gaucho. But that's probably very popular or, or a normal name in Argentina. True. Um, but anyway, so we went to this place and they had served a mixed grill. And as part of the mixed grill was, you know, usual stuff, some steak. I think he, he asked like, oh, what does a mixed grill come from? He said, oh, there's a bit of this steak, um, a pork rib, a something or other, and chorizo. And he kind of, she, I think she then kind of left just as he was about to ask another question, which is probably fortunate for him because he then asked us at the table the question instead, which was, um, I wonder if that's chorizo or chorizo sausage. Ah. I was like, what the fuck do you mean, chorizo or chorizo sausage? He went, well, you know what I mean. And I was like, I don't know what you mean. He said, well, like, is it chorizo? Do you mean is it shaped in a sausage or do you mean is it come like sliced? Slice. He said, yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, you're an idiot. Like the way he said it was just like, what do you, is it chorizo or chorizo sausage? You do realize they're the same thing, right? But anyway, he came out with a couple of um, absolute classics actually there. Um, he also said so we were talking about friends you know how like you know have different friends and maybe your friend has a difference of opinion in terms of how friendly or how good of friends you are as opposed to you so one example i gave was like you know you might be best man at someone's wedding but they might not even invite you to your their wedding kind of thing scenario um no i didn't say that right let me let me start again because i've just messed up you might be best friend at another person's wedding but you might not even invite them to your wedding that's what i meant you know what I mean? So they think you're yeah. like good enough to be best man, but you don't even think they're good enough to come to their wedding almost. You know, people do have friends where you kind of, you know, maybe that's a bit savage, yeah. but you know what I mean? So he said, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know, you, you know, he's like the type of friend where you see more of him than he see you. <laughs> what do you mean? You're peeping through his fucking lounge window or something. He's just like, I was like, seriously, what do you mean? He just absolutely wet himself. I was thinking, oh, he just comes out of those crackers all the time. He once got so angry at work, he threatened to throw his computer off his screen. That is rage at its best. Yeah. I was like, your computer off your screen. Okay. 
Do you mean throw your computer at the window? Yes, that's what I meant. Right. It's good. Yeah, you can see. I'm not even joking. I could probably sit here and at least do a dozen of those types of things that he's that he comes out with. He's he's only early forties, probably forty one, but he's definitely hey. got some forty. Yeah, exactly. He's um, younger than you, but he's got. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> well, like you, he's definitely got some form of um, brain disease, dementia, CTE, Alzheimer's. So been uh, hit at a lot. Anyway, anyway, um, I don't know where we were until we, or where we were before we went on that rant. Who knows? It's just us, anyway. Just me and Brett. Yes. Oh, yeah, there's no one else here. Yeah, I was his... Well, I was just asking you... I was actually just asking you what was interesting happened this week in your life, and we kind of got... Yeah, no, as I put put on my social media, because everybody likes to post to an Easter egg, I didn't have an Easter egg. I had an Easter... A cream egg lolly. I treated myself to one of those today. Mm, Okay. Not bothered. Not that bothered about Easter eggs. Not that bothered? No, not really. I did have a... I did treat... Myself and Kate to from you and Mr. Dan Mac a nice M&S hot cross bun, the salt caramel one. Yeah, not too bad. Jenna eats them quite regularly for breakfast. Nice. Brett's just talking to his family. Oh, Is it some? She hasn't put a, a um appearance in. Who? Summer, all right, no, she's just gone to bed. This is what's happened to you and me this week. So I spent this afternoon, prior to watching the Liverpool football game, um, I spent the the afternoon dismantling her cot. It is a cot bed, but we decided to skip the bed part because you can just basically take the sides off. And she's now in a full-grown single bed. Or it's (gasps) kind of like a babyish one. It's got like a frame all that goes and creates like a roof. Is she loving it? Well, she's literally just been putting it for the first time. Jenna was putting it to bed while we were starting to record. Um, on a sleepless night there you go like, you can probably see she's just kind of sitting up and looking around <laughs> she's like what the so, hell is this yeah so now she can just get out of bed so this is going to be an interesting night I'd imagine so yeah I don't really know what she's going to going to think of it that's cool though mm. I like it. I'm a bit worried I wasn't worried up until now now I'm looking at her just sit up and have a look around now I'm thinking oh. <laughs> she's getting up and just Coming downstairs, yeah. doing what I used to do as a child, and like just get go into my parents' room and stand at the head of their bed, not say anything until they woke up. Yeah, well, that's scary. That's mm. cool. Or I used to sleepwalk and bring my duvet and pillows down and throw it at them and then leave. I used to sleepwalk a lot as a kid. Apparently, once I nearly peed on a plug socket until my dad woke up and stopped me. That'd have been fun. You'd have had a shock. Yeah, I don't know how that. Like, I'm assuming nothing really would have happened. I mean, no, they're probably like, yeah. If anything, they just fused. Um, might not have even done that. You no, spill water on electric. You have to, to be a pretty good aim. Yeah, well, the way I think about it, is the plugs are in the plug socket, so you know, there's probably going to be very little, if any, water getting seal to a point. Yeah, I so, weeded yeah. in a fridge once. Did what? Weed in a fridge once. I thought you said did a poo in a fridge. I was like, how'd you yeah. do that? Just sit. I wonder if it's one of those chest freezes just sat on top. No. That was the one and only time, you know, like when people, you ever, I have a lot of friends that tend to, when they've been hammered, will we the bed, we a sofa, we everywhere. But I've never been that, that man. But once I, but I didn't even know I did it. It wasn't until later on, and the girlfriend I had at the time, this was many years ago, came home from being away and opened the fridge and was like, what's all this water in the fridge? And I was like, ah. Weird, because yeah. I fell asleep on the sofa, 
and in my head I'd logically put it this way that the house setup was exactly the same downstairs as it was upstairs where our bedrooms were to the toilet but downstairs was obviously the sofa and in the other room was the fridge like but directly above would have been the toilet I must have done that it was all the like milk side of the door the M sort of shelves yeah well I suppose that's if you're going to pee in a fridge it's probably one of the better places to do it mm. I've never done that weirdly I've got a lot of stories on that and then I did have a friend who's she had her firstborn and on the first Christmas Eve I think she the baby was very young and her partner then I don't they didn't sit together but she woke up to him sleepwalking and peeing onto the baby into the crib Oh, nice. I thought you were going to say she put her baby in the fridge. I don't know why. That's where no, my mum was going. That's weirder. Yeah, not very good. Oh, okay. That's... Slight weird tangent we went off there. Only yeah, well, tends to happen. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think other than someone having a new bed, I don't think huge amounts happened this week. Oh, one week until holiday for me. So, just got next week and I'm back on holiday. Nice deload week. Still maintaining a loose deficit. It's kind of yeah. being, I kind of, I was, I was hoping, obviously I had an aggressive mini cut. Then I went into um, slightly less aggressive, just small deficit. Then I had a diet a week and then obviously last couple of weeks, oh, sorry, a week of diet break. And then last couple of weeks have kind of again been like aiming for a reasonably aggressive, not, not, a, not the kind of mini cut style aggressive, but reasonably aggressive, but hasn't really panned out that way. I've probably overeaten a bit more than I want and just been in a small deficit, which is fine. You know, no real goals for now. Um, so I'll just continue continue that for the week while I'm deloading, and then away we go on holiday to the land of all you can eat buffets. Where is it? Where uh, are you? I'm going to a place called I want to say Janari, I think it is something like. Basically, it's in Rhodes. It's, it's about oh, twenty okay. kilometers from uh, Lindos. So it's just a new new sensory hotel. You what? Stand next to. Um... Out, out of shape Russian guys you'll be fine you'll look ripped yeah I'll be alright mate I still you know, I hold reasonable condition all year round you do are you going to shake your beard because it's looking magnificently full at the moment yeah I'm not going to shave actually I'm going to keep it oh yeah um, so yeah so that uh, I did go to Pleasure Hills yesterday which you may not you won't know what it is but it's a local theme park for kids that was interesting took summer and went with my mum dad and my sister and brother-in-law and they took their two kids um, Jenna was working unfortunately so it was just me that was um, that was fun nice summer enjoy it yeah she she loved it mate I think most stuff are probably so my sister's kids are six and seven nearly they will be in September uh, and I think the most of the rides are aimed at their age they can go pretty much go on everything now and they're kind of great for them but summer's probably a bit young but she, obviously she just liked being around them she's loved, she just loves the uh, cousins and just pissing around with them so yeah, yeah. I went, actually we went to a at the sort of the start of the week to uh, our local one of our local sort of parks which is Woodlands and I took um, Kate's nephew wanted to go on this sort of like it's like a not a carousel or a carousel that goes up and then drops you know that type of ride mm-hmm. he wanted to go on that so I was like yeah cool let's go on that And but <laughs> we got there quite late so then as we went obviously we were going on it to go together and I got sat completely away from him just in amongst a load of like eight year olds so oh. I look like a right Peter. Yeah. <laughs> you took on the ride behind me. And I was just like, Jesus, oh, I don't want to take the last seat here. But and then look like an idiot just going up and down on this child's ride. Yeah, it's not ideal, is it? Oh, that was not good. Oh, oh okay. 
Oh, well, okay. Let's um venture in. Get on with it. Yeah. You've got an idea of what we're doing. I have. Um so it's last minute again as usual. Just decided, oh, what are we going to talk about today? Um, and I, actually, do you know what? I've just had to remember something that I wanted to cover and I've forgotten already, so but I've remembered again. So before I start talking about what we're going to talk about today, I got a pretty savage um, messages off uh, one of our listeners, Rosie, who she, a few few different points. One was she said, uh, I'm wrong, and she absolutely loves running, based on okay. the episode last week. Rosie who? Um, What's Rosie? Rosie, tell me your surname. I can't remember what her surname is, because her, her Instagram has something like every everyone loves, or everything about Rosie, everyone loves Rosie, everyone loves Rosie, something like that. I can't exactly remember what it is, actually. Um... Shout out, go follow her if uh, you know if people want to go follow her. Um, but she gave us some savage, savage stuff about obviously she loves running uh, and she says that she doesn't like weight training. And then when I asked her about what she likes about running and what she likes or what she doesn't like about weight training, she basically said everything but the things. So like weight training example, she don't like the people in the gym. She don't like uh, I can't remember what other things she said, but basically didn't like the people in the gym. She, you know, she don't like the fact she has to wait for equipment. She likes going outside when she runs. Um, she likes the, you know, the, the accomplishment of finishing five kilometers. So, like, so basically, you like all the things I said and not the actual acts, i.e. you don't like running. Um, you just like finishing it, that type of thing. So I think she agreed with me, really, but she's going to listen to it. Everything's rosy, that's the name. Everything's rosy. Oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. She's from Yorkshire. Yorkshire. She is very northern. Um, so, yeah, so that was one thing. She also said she could not believe how controversial I was about my opinion on protein pancakes said that actually she makes really good ones and they're delightful. I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, right. That's her opinion. Yeah, well, um, her, she said, I've got a really good recipe using PhD Smart, uh, chocolate brownie whey, a couple of eggs, some bacon powder, blend and fry, that type of thing. Or I can't remember if she stuck a nana in it or something. I don't know. Either way, it sounded terrible. Um, sounded very similar to the usual types of protein packet recipes you get in this shit. Sorry, Rosie. Um, and what was the final thing she said that she couldn't believe oh she dissed my top three protein bar choices she said basically they're alright but they're far better ones so wow controversial Rosie well that's what she said she thought we that's what she said she basically said she thought I was being controversial on purpose you would never do that ever Um, my name is not Matthew Morgan that's controversial in itself he is Mr. Controversy. He'll literally do the opposite just so he doesn't fit in with people. He's that contrary, he yeah, is. Very contrary. Very Mary Mary, quite. So, now I've got the way. Sorry, Rosie, you're wrong. Um, we today wanted to talk about, or I came up with this idea, and it's kind of like, yeah, sounds right. Bear in mind, it's Easter. You've talked about the fact that you didn't have an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite a nice kind of lead or segue into... Kind of Easter and the way people handle Easter, but obviously that can then be moved over or transferred to the same thing about how people um, handle social occasions. Some of the advice that I've given out even to clients of late uh, has been on the very same theme, so we thought it would be useful to kind of talk about it. Um, so I guess, to cut a long story short, and say short, cut a long story short, what I'm trying to say is that we want to talk about Easter being a social occasion and how you should handle it mentally. Is that the right phrase? Or how, how basically you should consider um, 
dealing with Easter. I don't, I, I don't even know how else to say it. I don't think I've even said it very or well. Or any other. Or any other. Yeah, let's say this this can apply to probably most occasions. But um, I guess it's basically the 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 theory, or let's let's give the context of it's Easter. You know, everyone gets bought Easter eggs, and you feel obliged almost to to kind of enjoy one or many or as you know seventeen thousand Easter eggs because obviously it's Easter, and that's what people do. You know, and the same applies to things like Pancakes Day, um, Christmas. Every Friday takeaway, you know the usual. Thanksgiving, stuff. Thanksgiving. We're English. We don't. Yeah, but we've got international listeners. Oh, Some... Have we? Oh no, we have. You're right. We've got people actually in every continent listening. True story. Yes. So um, yeah, I guess it's kind of like like what are your thoughts on it, Paul? Let's have a little discussion. Um, I think as my knowledge and has uh, sort of evolved. And my personality's got older and less tolerant, possibly. I think there's with with things like Easter, it's it kind of grinds grinds my gears so much. But just sort of people tend to look for excuses in my my sort of uh, viewpoint. I mean, you could you could split your year up, and there would you'd probably be left with six or seven weeks where you could feasibly diet without any. I'm air quoting temptations because everybody's life is going to be filled with, unless you're a hermit, social occasions. It's always going to be someone's birthday. It's always going to be something at the office. It's always going to be an Easter. uh, And as we've just gone through everything. So when, if your plan is to diet and to lose, commit to losing weight, fat, You've, you're going to have to navigate these. You're going to have to suck it up and be like, oh, no, I can't eat four Easter eggs this week. Again, well, I don't get where it's it's kind of that, that thing of like, right, okay, we'll quickly allow ourselves to be or gluttonous to a point of being like, would you eat that amount of chocolate on one day normally? I mean, I guess some people obviously would. So was that a question for me? Or? Well, it was kind of a bit rhetorical, but open-ended. But I mean, I, if there was a national crisp day, I'd be fucked. But there's not. There probably is. There probably is. Yeah. There's a national everything day. There is. I don't know. I don't know. That's my kind of view on it. I think if they do, we are we becoming sort of again soft and just just finding excuses just to reward overconsumption. Yeah. Which been pushed on massively by food industries and whatever let, let, let me add to that then. so okay yeah no i you know it's not oh it's i have the same similar thought processes i think no one likes being in a calorie deficit um no one likes not being able to eat as much food as they wish um it's not nice to feel restrictive because as much as there are many ways of a diet to make it as easy as possible there is still an element of restriction in all. And if there isn't, it generally is going to mean that your diet doesn't work. Um, whether it's knowingly or unknowingly restricting, you know, there is there is certain restriction has to happen, i.e. calories, and that only comes with some discipline and some motivation and that type of stuff. I think because of all of that, it is pretty easy to... 
excuse is the word you use, but I think it is pretty easy to find a reason to let yourself off the hook to not have to kind of put yourself in that uncomfortable place of using some form of discipline. Um, because like you say, there is literally you know, a, a world something every day, a world burger day, a world pancake day, a world Christmas day, I'm sure does exist. You know, and then you know, you've got your big holidays, your Easter's, your Christmases, your birthdays, your best friend's birthdays, your cat's birthday. Um, and it is easy then to just come up with, you know, oh, well, you know, it's, it's a celebration, so it'd be rude not to. Because culturally, I think we're obviously, you know, we are, it's, it's, it's a positive thing in culture to enjoy those types of social occasions with food. Um, but the problem is it can be then counterintuitive or conflicting with what your actual goal is. So it does, co- if it is obviously to lose weight, obviously we are talking in that context. So it then can be quite a, a difficult thing to then think, right, okay, how do I how do I avoid these types of social occasions? Well, you shouldn't have to avoid them, but you kind of have to disassociate the, the food aspect. And that's kind of what I've been telling a lot of clients of late. Um, my brother-in-law who um, wanted some, he is dieting obviously, and he wanted some hot cross buns, which flexible dieting, anyone that's a proponent of that will know you can have hot cross buns and still lose weight. It's because it comes down to energy balance. We've talked loads of times about whether that's a positive thing or not. Um, which obviously has some positive aspects and to be able to kind of remove some of that feeling of restriction because you're not restricting a food choice. You just have to restrict calories, but you can allow yourself hot cross buns and feel like you're not restricted um, as much potentially as if you just said, no, I can't have them. But then obviously the, the, the other side is, well, actually, are they worth the calories? Are they worth it to then know that to to maintain energy balance, i.e., not even maintain energy balance but obviously maintain your your energy um input to obviously be in a calorie deficit you then got to make some harder choices at the rest of your day week or whatever to, to account for the fact that you're potentially overeating on hot cross buns so anyway so that was kind of part of the conversation is like it's kind of like just because you can should you um albeit it is quite empowering to, uh, empowering to have that choice which i think is very much a positive aspect it's empowering to have that choice but then on the flip side, I think, well, and this is kind of where the long-winded bit's getting to, these foods always exist. You know, hot cross buns will be around another year. Many places actually sell them all year round. You know, all right, you might not get your fresh bakery ones out of Tesco's or M&S or Waitrose or wherever you buy your fancy hot cross buns from, but they probably are some pre-packed ones on the shelf all year round. You know, <laughs> even cream eggs you can find for about eight, eight, nine months of the year. So like... Does it? I is it? Re- are you really missing out on anything? Is my point. It's kind of like no, well, I, I don't think you are because, like you say, I mean, industry or consumer industry now is geared up to at Christmas. Will what will be next? That will be on the shelves next. It will be something that's three months away. Christmas will be out straight after that again. Easter will be just following that up. So Easter eggs are on the shelves for a shed load of time anyway. Mm. In a t- weird tangent or sort of side to that i actually bought easter eggs for kate and people last week thinking that it was last week mm. so it's not like well I, I don't remember them being out that in shops as early as they are now hey, e- mate easter eggs have been on the shelves for months like i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they came out in january i can't remember although i do remember thinking bloody hell christmas stuff's getting put away <laughs> and now easter egg stuff is out that's it. So it's Tesco not the it's worst. There. It's just there. The temptation is there. So you do have to uh, get a bit of sort of strength of character to 
obviously not get tempted. And again, I think there is obviously the outside sort of influence of people, people buying you Easter eggs, then you feel obliged that you've got to eat them because someone spent their money on you. Parents, mm-hmm. parents, whatever, tend to be the, the, the culprits for things like that. Or, But it's just, that's the same with everything, isn't it? That's the same with all types. If you're dieting, if your goal is dieting, someone somewhere in your life is always going to be there saying, oh, go on. What's it going to hurt? Is it going to... Are you so boring? Have just have one. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing is that there there will always be a reason or an excuse you can find if you want to. So that's what it yeah, comes yeah. down to. If you want to, yeah, yeah, it's no different to you could probably find. Well, if you're a, a drinker, you can find a reason to go out for a drink every well night of the week. I'll finish work, let's go have a drink. Oh, I, I suppose. I mean, the thing is, you saying that. Like, because it made me think, well, why do you need a reason to drink? And to be honest, it's the same thing. Why do you need a reason to have chocolate? You don't. Um, but I think it's kind of, it's, it's this thing like, not, like we're not saying to people you should never eat chocolate. We're not saying like you shouldn't enjoy Easter. We're not saying you shouldn't enjoy special occasions. What I'm saying is I think you, should, you shouldn't do it under the pretense that this is a one-time only deal, which I think is the problem. I think people think like it's Christmas. So, you know, oh, you've got to, eat, you've got to have a massive binge at Christmas. Oh, it's Easter. You've got to have, a, you've got to have another Easter. Pancake day, you got to have pancakes on pancakes on pancake day, um, and I think that's the that's the thing. It comes down to that we've developed this kind of almost one time only culture. When in reality, it's not one time only. It's an everyday occurrence. It's literally every day. So we yeah. shouldn't be thinking like that. Um, I like, and I'm this. I want to maybe take it into this direction. I like a post that our man Richie put up, um, which I've 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 kind of given the same message um, previously and I think I did a post a few days ago on my, I can't remember if it was on my personal or the No Nonsense Nutrition Instagram but it essentially said something along the lines of so I'm just going to find it, here it is, yeah so it basically said like I can see on social media, I'm, I'm ad-libbing this a little bit but social media basically saying like, you know, there's two sides to it, some are saying like oh it's Easter bro you know, you shouldn't be restrictive, you should enjoy yourself um, and go out and basically eat 17,000 eggs um, you know, because it's you know it's cool. It's not cool to restrict kind of thing. Um, and then you've got the others, obviously saying like, no, you should like a bit like what we're saying, but maybe to the extreme, saying no, you shouldn't be having any Easter eggs. You should be sticking to your diet and you should be exercising. All the other the kind of the other extreme. When in reality, like everything almost in the world, certainly in nutrition and training, um, tends to be like that middle ground is probably the most optimal, positive. Um, progressive bit usually um, that's my experience anyway and I kind of put this post around saying like one thing that does annoy me is you've kind of got those two ends but it seems to be that the end that are telling everyone to smash as many easter eggs as possible like mocking the people that are saying now I want to stick to my diet yeah. that, that's the bit that annoyed me because I was kind of like look I can see people commenting like, oh my God, I can't believe that you can't even allow yourself an Easter egg. You're like, live a little, like you say, that kind of just have one, just have one. Yeah, go on, look. And I, that annoys me because clearly people's um, motive for doing it is purely self-reflection. So they're purely doing it because they can't do it. That's my opinion. It's, it seems to always be pretty clear that the people that are saying, you know, it's like we've said it before, people that bring cakes in the office, safety in numbers, they're bringing cakes in because they want a cake, but they don't want to be doing it on their own because it makes them feel 
um, guilty. It makes them feel like they're making the wrong decisions if someone else can say no. So therefore, they kind of mock and bring down if you then turn down a cake in the office. I see it all the time. It's happened to me. I see it with many people that are in the office. Um, I've seen it with clients. Same thing. It's kind of like these saboteurs that, that do it. And it's the same principle about people commenting on people's Instagram saying you should be, you know, you should, oh, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be exercising on Easter or you shouldn't be going for a run at Christmas Day. You know, this is the time for enjoying stuff. And it's like, well, why can't people just do what they want to do? Yeah, if you enjoy it. If you enjoy it, it's the whole point. Yes, I absolutely agree. If you're out on Christmas Day running because you've got anxiety about the amount of food you're going to eat and you feel you have to, then that isn't a safe place to be. Absolutely. But if you're out on Christmas Day because you've got some spare time, you know, you're not taking away social time from the family necessarily, and that you just enjoy getting out and running, then just fucking do it. It's the same yeah, Easter eggs. You know, even actually, Christmas is a pretty stressful time for people. Families, a lot of shit and expectations so if people like to have an hour out to themselves and they enjoy running because they're mad yeah no one likes running bro just grab and walk um and do it who cares yeah you're you're not wasting family time here's what it is well i had this conversation with mel fudge um because she was interested to know why i trained so i obviously did do a 45 minute session on christmas day this week this year i was like well mainly because i can i've got a home gym jenna's getting ready I'm like, you know, lots of pent up energy. I really enjoy training. It fits in with my schedule. It's kind of like, why not? I like it. You know? It sets me up. And I get all these rush of endorphins at the end of it and make me feel like, wow, yeah, I'm ready to go smash a buffet now. You know? It's... And you're like a jacked Father Christmas. Exactly. Jacked. The thing is, like, you do have to be very honest with yourself around your, your, again, your motive or your intentions as to why you're doing it. You know, you have to be comfortable with the reason why you're doing it and and kind of really dig deep and do a bit of soul searching sometimes because we all know that um disordered eating eating disorders um people will almost convince themselves or lie to themselves about rationalize the why they're doing stuff so um i'm not suggesting anyone is listening if this is triggering you that you've got an eating disorder blah 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 i'm not saying that what i'm just saying is obviously it'd be good that you feel that you need to be comfortable with yourself as to why you're doing it and, and kind of do some self-reflection and assessment agree Agree. But um, yeah, anyway, so going on to Richie's, Richie's post said something along the lines of, um, oh, let me, let me find it because I think I'd, I don't want to butcher it. Um, and we'll give him a shout out. B underscore more, as in M-O-R-E, underscore nutrition. And oh, look, a little picture of a gold lint Easter bunny, which I like. Um, said, if you can't enjoy a little chocolate Easter time, it's time to rethink your diet, which is true. I do agree. Um, but I do think it comes down to individual choice. So things we've said, if you can't enjoy it, if you really feel like you can't enjoy some chocolate at Easter and you want to, then yes, I agree with Richie that I think you need to time to rethink your diet because you can diet, progress and lose weight while still including some chocolate in your diet. Um, but he then also says, you can't enjoy a little chocolate and then end up smashing four or five eggs and the chocolates that come with them, time to work on your relationships with food. That's the bit I like because that's very true and something that we've said a lot of times. If, if you'd prefer not to have something, then okay great if you really feel that you can't have something not so great probably like i say there's probably better diets where you you probably can if you're feeling like like basically it's that important part if you're feeling like you can't have something not that you're not choosing not to have it that you're feeling like you can't that's an important aspect to it but as i said his point around if if you if one leads to 10 then yeah it's definitely time to start thinking about your relationships with foods because obviously that's not a healthy place to be Agree. Agree. Great. Let's end it there then.
No, no. Wing. No, um, yeah, I agree. I agree that, with. Rich. I do. I like what Richie says. That's because I mean, he's a. That's that's because he's a smart lad. And he's a, a lot fifth, like him. Well, he can't. He, he doesn't like Irish people. But that actually sounded like his voice. All right, good. That's quite good. I know one. Well, I, I, this 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 is the best um, impression of him. Potatoes. <laughs> yes. Shit. He doesn't mind. He's like Georgia absolutely trolls him constantly about potatoes. So, Does he? Yeah. I like potatoes. And um, actually, circa earlier talk, National Crisp Day is March the fourteenth. I've been missing out. See, told you. National Potato Chip Day, that is, in America. Oh, the old Americans coming up with the goods again. Yeah, always Americans. Um, yeah, and I guess like that that principle of uh, if you if you if one thing leads to a billion, that applies again to all occasions, whether it's hot cross buns or pancakes or all the you know potato crisp day. Um, it's just it's not a healthy place to be. No, it is. That's it, isn't it? It's the old. You ruling food as opposed to food ruling you. Actually, I like that because I was thinking in my head, right, obviously kind of like, a, a, not necessarily at the stage of rounding up, but part of my head I was thinking like a round up message is obviously um, you being able to make the choice. But I think the bit, the point you just brought up was a, a really good underline or highlight of that. You need to be comfortable that you are making the choice and that you, that the food isn't making it for you or... No, like you're the, not food making food, not like the food can make a choice. You know what I mean? Like the food's not ruling you. The food is not ruling you, and that you are ruling the food. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. This is the point. Like you might think you're, oh, I'm choosing not to have this actually. When in reality, you're, like I said, you've kind of got that anxiety or maybe like this this issue or fear of having it. Which obviously, yeah, because you don't have the tools in your toolbox to manage, not to just say no to it, but to, just to sort of get your head around. Okay, I can have that. I don't have to eat a whole egg just because it's Easter. I can eat that out over two weekends, three weekends. It is what it is. It's, it's obviously a little bit harder when it for people when it's all there and you've got kids ones as well and you don't want to give them all their... If they had five Easter eggs bought for them, I guess parents that sometimes will... Chow through that, so they're not there. I don't know where they went in the morning. Yeah. You're you're right there. It's like set up your food environment for some people are like absolutely key. I'm mm. I'm I'm okay. I don't know why. Um, I can tend to have loads of food sitting around in eyesight, and for the most part, like I don't even know it's there. Like I, you can't see this because it's facing the way, but I can see my bookshelf that's got loads of books and some stuff on it, and then in three of the hatches of this bookshelf. There's like literally filled with Easter eggs. So it's probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Easter eggs sitting mm. there. And I, I, they, I, I walk past them and don't even notice them as if they're books. Yeah. Which I know some people couldn't have that out there. And it, obviously, they for them to be successful, they should be set up a food environment to move those so they're not in eyesight or you know if if even if they know they're in a cupboard, then get them out of the house kind of thing if they can. And like you say, it's not always that easy when you've got other people in the house like kids that you. You got them for because you know this this is something that we often see as challenges from clients where oh i can't get rid of those because it's the kids treat drawer that's that's the problem it's full of chocolate for the kids um and this that i think that circles great greatly background to what we said about people will find an excuse yeah. they need yeah you do 
I've, I have done in the past. You know, I've always found an excuse to do not necessarily the negative aspect of food, but just sometimes you just got to get a bit, get a grip of yourself, haven't you? Yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to pretend I'm perfect either. I mean, I've certainly had moments where I've been like, oh, I've overeaten a bit than what I would had planned to, or I'd set myself like specific calorie or macro targets and I'd gone over them, but I justified it by knowing that I'd done 3,000 steps more. So that kind of then in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm right because I've done 3,000 steps more. So that, you know, that few handfuls of popcorn and, you know, the odd bite of this isn't a problem, which in reality is probably not. Um, but obviously, again, it's just the, the point is it's quite easy that I've just easy for me to justify it to myself by saying I've gone over. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and things can run away from you, obviously, can't they? When if you continue make sort of find yourself making excuses to be if you're overrunning, overeating in your things and being like, oh, I'll pick it up tomorrow, I'll sort of easy sort of backslide when it comes to that. But yeah. I think that's the same, obviously, with stuff. If you've got you're going to find yourself from an excess of that, I, I don't have an excess of research because I haven't got any. I'm sure my parents probably have one somewhere for me, but if you don't want them and you don't food bank mm. or supermarkets have them dish them in there someone less fortunate will be happy to have them that's a great idea mate that is a great idea so what's um what message do I leave people with then Paul underline it re- re- evaluate it or conclude with just the easter egg side of it or um yeah yeah well I mean if if you're tracking, if you're in the part of your sort of diet phase where you're being strict with your data input and everything like that, then you and you really don't want and you really want to sort of make them fit into there, into your uh, energy balance and your calorie total for the day, you can obviously do it. Again, with everything, it's you can portion control it. So you can have a little bit of chocolate. You don't have to have a whole egg. You don't have to have half an egg. You can fit it in, yeah. and if you don't want to fit it in, don't and don't feel pressured by social media to to be eating all the eggs. It doesn't matter. It's your life. It's your diet. It's your ability to adhere to it, one way or the other. Just do it mindfully, yeah. Do it mindfully. Just be aware and don't make excuses that as to justify it. Just you know, own it. Basically, yeah. own the decision. Yeah, if you eat a whole egg, you've eaten it, you've spent those calories, you're going to have to own that situation and do it one way or the other. Yeah. I'm just on that point before we run off, I, when I say own it though, I mean, I, I kind of mean accept you made that decision for a reason and accept, you know, think about why you made it and accept it. Don't, I'm not necessarily saying like, oh yeah, now you've got to kind of uh, compensate for it or, you know, kind of recompense or anything like that. I'm saying like just... If you want a whole ice cream, you want to binge on it, then fine. That's, you know, that's, that's a, like you say, you're an adult. That's a decision you're more than entitled to make. But just do it mindfully and know that you're doing it and why you're doing it. Um, don't don't justify it because it's Easter. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. Boom. <laughs> just another day or three or months. Yes. So, um, usual stuff, please. If people want to... Um, Get more information about us. Get some free, helpful content. You can get that through No, no Nonsense Nutrition on Facebook, uh, No Nonsense Nutrition on Instagram. 
Um, Paul, shall your handle? Okay, sorry. I don't know what it is. Paul double, Paul double zero four. Jesus Christ, he doesn't even know his handle. Yep. Mine is Brizzle Hadley, B-R-I-Z-Z-L-E. Please leave us some reviews on iTunes, on f- f- uh, yeah, iTunes. Uh, you can also get our podcast on Stitcher, but you probably know that if you're and Spotify. On, and Spotify. Um, yes, what I meant. Uh, it, which you probably know this if you're listening because you're listening. <coughs> That's if you listen on those platforms, unless you now want to switch from iTunes to that. Um, but that's it we've got spaces or actually I haven't got any spaces now for any one-to-one coaching I'm now full but I believe some of the other coaches have got some spaces Um, hopefully we'll have more of the gang on next week I'm hoping we're going to get a Fran or an Ed Um, I don't know if we've had a guest in a long time we've got Richie coming on when he gets some broadband to talk which I've already gave a spoiler about but I'll give it again to talk about protein metabolism yeah, he's got no Wi-Fi since he moved his pad and he was waiting. I think it's on like either this week or next week, but obviously I'm on holiday, so we said we'll just do it when I get back from holiday. Um, I've got another guest that I've been trying to get on for a while, um, but schedules are not matching up, which is a really good guest that I want to talk about. Um, not really mindful eating, but more around uh, psychology of eating and eating disorders potentially. So um, when I get that hooked up, then... That should be a really good episode because the guy's really, really good. Um, what else do we have? And then um, I'm not going to say who this is, but we, we had kind of lined up a while ago um, a really pretty, well, I think nowadays getting getting a pretty well-known uh, person within the fitness industry on to talk about intuitive mindful eating and stuff as well. And to be honest, they put me off at the time a little bit in terms of, well, no, they didn't put me off, but they basically said, oh, schedules ain't making up. Can we can we kind of go in a, a month or so? And then, I'll be honest, I didn't like some of the content they started putting out, so I haven't revisited it. Mm. So we mm. are quite choosy with our guests. Mm. I didn't, uh, that person's content, and, you know, people can start to speculate who I'm talking about, because some people will definitely know who they are. Um, you lot will definitely know who they are. But I, the, I thought the action and... Yeah, some of the actions they were doing didn't marry up. Oh, lights just come on. Didn't marry up with some of the words they were they were putting on their their social media content, which is, that's made probably not necessarily a reason not to have them on, because I'm sure they still got some really good value to give to people. But you know, ethics, bro, ethics. Cool, cool. On that no. note, I don't think we've got anything else to add. Unless you got anything else you want to add. Now, shout out to our photo shoot clients Oof. who are, are doing well. Away. Two weeks two, away? Two week, three weeks, two weeks. Uh, what's the date today? Uh, no, two weeks. No, three weeks. No, sorry, because, yeah, it's not the 25th. Three weeks. I'll be three weeks yesterday. Yeah. Uh, or three weeks, two days ago, if you're listening on a Monday when the, on the podcast release day. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm assuming some of those are going to be counting that. Well, they've been counting that the days for a while now, but obviously some of them will be thinking, you're right on the home stretch now. And we have yeah. got some. I like. We I know there's going to be a couple of outstanding results. Um, we're all going to have great results, but there's a couple going to be um, absolutely mega results in those in those twelve yeah. weeks. I know. So cool. All right, my man. Cool. Right, my darling. I guess we I'll, are out. Yeah, I guess I'll see you around. Like a donut. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Love you. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.